Do you feel like technology has taken over your home? Today, Arlene Pellicane is here to share her wisdom in confronting these issues regarding technology in the home and to remind the parents listening that you are in control of screen time in your home. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello, everyone at Raising Christian Kids. I'm glad you're tuning in today. This is another wonderful expert we have for our month of disciplining our children. And today's expert is Arlene Pellicane, and she is a speaker and author of several books, including Parents Rising, 31 Days to a Happy Husband, Calm, Cool, and Connected, Five Digital Habits for a More Balanced Life, and the book we're going to discuss today, Screen Kids. Arlene has been a featured guest on the Today Show, Fox and Friends, and Focus on the Family. She hosts the Happy Home Podcast and lives in San Diego with her husband and her three children. And Arlene is a dear friend of ours. We adore everything she does. She is just amazing. Arlene, welcome back to the podcast. It's so wonderful to join you again, my friend. Thanks for having me, Leanne. Well, you know, as we're talking about disciplining, we know it's such an important subject that our kids need to be disciplined in order to be able to teach them God's word and to prepare them to be adults who are responsible, loving, caring, and respectful, and abide to God's laws and his word. So we're going to talk about your Screen Kids book today. Can you tell us about your mission and the book Screen Kids? Yeah, so Screen Kids is really a resource because right now we find ourselves perhaps in a cultural moment as parents that we didn't expect. Like, what do we do with all these iPads and these phones? And and we're sold and told, oh, this is educational, like it will help them or this this can help them connect to other kids. So it's very confusing. But when we look at our actual homes, you know, really the question to ask is how is screen time affecting your home? Does technology bring your family closer together? Because it can. And if it is doing that, then it's serving a good, positive purpose for you. But for most families, when they are asked the question, is technology bring your family closer together? They're thinking, no, it's like dividing us and everyone's kind of alone. So this book, the mission really is to see that, hey, parent, you have control over this. You are not helpless. You can make decisions of this technology is supposed to serve you. It is supposed to make your life easier. That's what it is sold to do. And if you can get some good information, I think we can help parents move in that direction. So Screen Kids has a lot of research in it and then also the emotional skills that children need. Because, you know, look around a lot of teenagers and young adults, they may really be great at social media, or they might be great at creating a graphic or a meme or making a short video. But are they good at relationships? Are they good at being patient? Are they good readers? Do they follow directions and learn very quickly, you know, on the job site? So these things are, are important skills that are being missed. And we as parents, it's, it's time to do something about it. I couldn't agree with you more. And I also think that some of these social media apps are dumbing our kids as well. I mean, if you think about it, even as adults, who can read a map anymore? We rely on GPS, right? right? It's so true that we become very lazy that if something is a teeny bit hard, we're like, oh, I'm out. And, and it's funny because social media is so advanced. Let's say it's like, oh, with the technology, you can press a button and someone in another country could instantly see what you're pressing. I mean, this is amazing. 
But think about it. You're just looking at little characters and it's not even, you know, we as adults, we have full sentences right on our text, but kids, teenagers, they just have like abbreviations or little comments. And so the conversation is really not that deep compared to the face-to-face conversation of 50 years ago where two people might spend 10 minutes together and know a ton of information about each other in 10 minutes where your teen might be texting a friend for years and hardly know a thing about them. And so it it really is funny that the technology is so advanced, but what they're learning about body language, what they're learning about empathy, tone of voice, innuendo, you know, all those kinds of things, those are all, they're untaught. Yeah. And can be misunderstood also. The emojis, like, is that a good emoji, bad emoji? What did they mean by that emoji? I meant it in a positive way, right? And you talk about good, good and bad digital candy. And I love that. And if anybody has a chance to listen to Arlene speak, I highly suggest you hear her speak. She's wonderful. She has such great wisdom and advice to share and and how to help you and your children navigate a lot of different things in, in the parenting realm. So if a child is used to having free digital choices at times, how can a parent start to restrain or institute new rules so the child can accept them easily? Because we're going to be talking about disciplining a child yeah. with these digital devices. Yeah. Just think like like anything else. If someone is used to having you know dessert after every meal, every single day of their life, and then they go to a doctor and the doctor tells them, sorry, this is really bad for you. You better start restricting. You know, no one's going to like this. No one's going to say, oh, yay, I get to skip dessert for a month now. You know, so just realize that your child is not going to embrace this. Your child is not going to see, you know, that your child can barely see next past next Friday. They, they don't understand like this is healthy for you. So you're going to have resistance. So first of all, prepare for resistance so that you're not surprised by that. And then try to make it as specific as possible. It's the kind of thing where if you just say like, oh, you know, I'm not supposed to eat dessert. So I guess I'll, I'll skip, I'll eat less. I'll eat less dessert. Well, then you kind of don't know, like, when are you eating less and when aren't you eating it? But if you say to yourself, I will only have dessert on Fridays, you know, then it, it becomes more doable. You understand it. You know, when you did it, you know, when you did not So when you say to your child, we're going to get, you know, we're going to reduce our social media time, or we're going to reduce our video game time. There needs to be some clarity there because your kid will just think, yeah, I played one minute less. I've reduced it. (laughs) Done, mom. Done. So whether that's, hey, during the school week, we're not going to have video games and you can play video games on the weekend. Or maybe it's the opposite and you feel like, wow, we are really enmeshed. We're in trouble. Uh, I don't think I could get my child to do Monday through Friday without. Then you say, okay, you start the opposite. Then Thursdays are video free you know, day. And then after we nail that for about a month, then, hey, we're going to Tuesday and Thursday now. But I really want to encourage you as a parent, have that end goal in mind. Like this is where we want to go. Like if you got to ma- wave a magic wand and make your child healthy with their screen time, what would that look like? Right. So then you see that. Okay. That's what that looks like. Now, how do we get there? And I am a big fan of that small incremental progress versus the, you know, hey, we're going to go to the gym five days a week, you know, in January. And then it's like two weeks later, like, okay, who can sustain this? So do those small things like no screens at mealtimes, no phone in the bedroom overnight so you can go to sleep, no video games on Thursday, like get these incremental specific things down and be the parent. You know, you're not the friend, 
You're not there to commiserate with them about how awful this is or how unfair this is. You can say, I know, I'm sorry, buddy. I know this feels unfair. I know you feel like you're the only one who has to do this. Your friends don't have to do it, but I care too much about you to let you keep doing this. I think it's very unhealthy. And you know, someday you'll be an adult and you'll be able to make these decisions yourself. But right now you are a child. I take care of you. That's my job. And this is what we're going to do and be unmoved. For older kids, you know, an apology may be in order. You know, buddy, I've I've kind of given you everything you wanted because, to be honest, I wanted you to be happy. So I've given you every video game you've asked for, and I gave you a phone, and I, I let you bend the rules, you know, because I've been kind of soft that way, and I'm sorry. My softness has led to you kind of going off the rails and not doing well with your schoolwork or quitting your soccer team or whatever it is it is. And I'm sorry, it's on me. I'm your parent. I'm responsible. So sometimes those conversations start with an apology, as Dr. Gary Chapman talks so well about in the book Screen Kids, that it starts with that apology and the, I'm going to try to make this right now. And I know you're not going to be happy about that, but this is me being a parent. Yes. And, you know, today I saw on the news that some of the younger adults are going to flip back to flip phones. And they're saying that they're so glad that they've done this because they found that they feel better. They're interacting more with other people. They're finding more time to read a book. They don't feel that they're socially inept when they're talking to other people. And their mind is leveling at that serotonin, right? That you get from all of that. Yes. It's balancing. It's getting better. They're enjoying simpler things. So I'm hoping that this is a trend. It's kind of fun because as Christians, you know, well, let me say it this way, you know, usually teens rebel, right? It's kind of like a thing. We're a teen, we're going to rebel. Well, as Christians, this is an awesome moment because your teen can rebel by having that flip phone. (laughs) That can be the, like, I'm not going to be like everybody else. Everybody else is just tuning out and letting other people put thoughts in their mind. I'm going to have a flip phone and I'm going to choose what things I think about. And it's kind of a really... It would be. I 100% agree with you that it'd be so much fun if there was this fraction of the population that was growing that was like, nope, don't need that. Going to go back to the old fashioned ways and that that would be kind of like the cool thing again. They're even selling new flip phones again. I saw. that fun? So that would be great. It it would be fun. (laughs) Well, we're going to wrap it up with how do you discipline a child that continues to abuse these rules that you've set? I mean, where do you go from there? You've tried everything. You're a parent. You've set them all into place. You've talked about them. I mean, I, besides taking it away totally, is there anything else they can do? Yeah, I think like kind of think outside the box of what you've been doing. So you can review, you know, just like I'm not really great at sports, but just think like a coach is going to review the plays. This play is not working. This play is not working. This play is not working. What would that coach do? They might talk to a different coach and say, hey, can you look at my game tapes and, and see what am I what am I missing? So get that different perspective. So maybe your mom or dad, like maybe a grandparent generation really might have something to say. Maybe another family that you know that has older kids, ask them, what would you do in this situation? You know, look at, you know, obviously podcasts, books. I think of John Rosemond, an amazing psychologist that's really good at discipline. Read up on some John Rosemond stuff and just kind of open your mind to other solutions that you haven't looked at. And obviously pray and ask the Lord, Lord, give me your mind. Give me your perspective. I'm stuck, Lord please help me to get unstuck. And I feel like when you pray that, then all of a sudden, you know, you'll open the newspaper and you'll read an article and be like, oh, I should read this person's book. And then you read the book and you're like, this is exactly what I needed. Like God will start putting things in motion. So don't give up. 
but look for other solutions. If what you're doing is not working, it's time to try something different. Yes. And, you know, I think also don't be afraid to instill other consequences. It doesn't have to be just with screen time because actually having a phone or being able to go on your computer, these are all privileges. These are not rights. And as you said earlier, we're the parents. So we have to parent these children. And so if you take away their smart device, but they're still finding ways to go to a friend's house and you find out they're, you know, using their phone or on screen time, well, guess what? They don't get to go to that friend's house. You know, connect, like you said, with other parents also and, and other experts to find out what to do. Well, thank you again, Arlene. Is there any parting words you'd like to share or any advice you'd like to give the parents before we close? Thank you so much. I would say like, don't be afraid to actually do the consequence. I think a lot of times what we're failing in is we just kind of extend the deadline, extend the deadline, extend the deadline, because we really don't want to do whatever it is that we say that we're going to do with our kids. So a lot of discipline is is kind of embracing it as something, it's not a bad word, it's a good word. It's a word that will help train your child to be able to hear the voice of God and to do what he says, even if it doesn't make sense to them in that moment, because they've done it at home, that even though it didn't make sense to them in the moment, mom or dad said, you know, hey, I'm going to collect this and and you, we were going to take a fast for one week. And even though it didn't make sense to them, they said, the child says, okay, I will put myself under that discipline. That's going to bless them. So it's not a negative thing. It's a really, really positive thing. And so when that consequence has to come, you know, as your kids get older, experience does become what I've heard. You know, my oldest is 18. That experience is a better teacher than mom or dad. That I might talk till I'm blue in the face. But when my son experiences like, oh, like he has glasses and he left them in his bag without putting him in a case and now they're completely scratched up. Well, that that was a consequence. Right. And so that experience will teach him oh, when I put my glasses in my backpack, I guess I better put them in a case first, you know? And so allow the experiences to discipline your children. Don't overprotect them, allow them to feel that. Yeah, great. That's wonderful. And I'd like to let our listeners know too that your children do not have cell phones, correct? That's that's correct. So I have a high school junior without a phone, an eighth grader without a phone, no social media, no video games. And our college student uh, got one the summer before college. He got a phone. And you've had harmony in your house and your your children even harmony. Su- they supported yes, we, this. It's wonderful. They, they've actually chosen it. So it's funny when you're exposed to it, kind of like with the flip phones, when you see all that you can do without the distraction of a phone and how socially satisfied you really can be. So that's that's a fun thing. Wow, that's great. Well, thank you, Arlene. Again, Screen Kids and check out all her other books. We'll have her resources and a link to where you can connect with Arlene. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Leanne. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.